Differentiating wealth as a financial concept and more so as a holistic concept that embodies the relationships in our life, the way we feel about ourselves, the way we feel about our work, as well as the financial outlook of our own lives and whether we've accumulated assets and property is important as in in modern society, we often conflate success with this idea that we have financially made it, you become a millionaire, a billionaire. And it's quite limiting because what ends up happening is you get the emergence of that toxic hustle culture, which essentially says you must focus on income generation or focusing on the activities that will earn you money as opposed to focusing on activities that give you meaning or focusing on the relationships that help you feel good about yourself or feel belonging and acceptance and I guess there's a fine line between this because oftentimes socialization whether this be the relationships of our family friends or wider community can be limiting as well as growth orientated now I say limiting because of course relationships that expect you to conform to be a certain way or relationships that bring you negativity aren't necessarily relationships that are going to make you wealthier but relationships where you feel unconditionally supported where you feel your dreams your ambitions your vision is valued is as important to me as the activities you partake in in order to earn financial wealth or capital alongside this comes this idea of spiritual wealth which is I feel spiritual wealth can be quite simply summed down to our connection to something much greater than ourselves. Now, this connection can be to humanity, the universe, to an idea of God or to a belief or even um, a way of living. But the idea of spiritual wealth allows us to acknowledge our own humanity, our own limit, because as the famous saying, memento mori goes, all men must die and as we almost died, the temporary time, the short period of time we get on this planet is important that it's meaningful to us that we're able to understand that we're part of this greater whole. We are one ant in the colony. We are one star in the night sky surrounded by millions and billions of other forms of life and human beings and um, substances and almost we're part of the complexity and to me spiritual wealth is as important as financial wealth because oftentimes you can see that those of us who you know are quite egotistical on social media platforms and post our cars and post our houses and try you know to inflate our egos by playing these comparison games keeping up with the joneses they often lack spiritual wealth. They believe that their significance of their life, the significance of their being comes from their ability to accumulate. And this is tremendously limiting, not only for the individual as they tend to be quite unhappy with their transient happiness that they find through material possessions, but more importantly, it causes damage to wider society as when we're brought up, especially in a capitalist um, economy or a capitalist society, when we're brought up to view the accumulation of capital as paramount to success, as paramount to well-being, we lose sight of everything else, whether that's our relationships, whether that's 
having that sort of spiritual connection or whether that's simply just finding what brings us meaning and I think the best examples of this can be seen through individuals that I've encountered I had a friend who his passion was always in um sort of creative industries whether that's in creative arts or in videography or within acting and um he almost had a refusal to pursue this area because he didn't view it as something that would retrieve the correct financial outcome. And for me personally, I've always thought that it's more important for me to wake up every day and to enjoy my day, to enjoy what I do, to enjoy um, and to find meaning, contentment and fulfillment in what I do day to day than it was the monetary outcome. And I've always said this to people, I would, if I found peace and joy and fulfillment in working in a supermarket day in, day out, I would more than happily work in a supermarket. Or if I found meaning in, you know, writing or in, well, to be fair for myself, I do find meaning in writing, learning, teaching others, um, like sharing my worldview. And I find a lot of meaning in this because it feels like I'm adding to this greater whole. If I don't want a person to listen to this podcast. That's not the reason I make it. It's just a chance for me to articulate my learnings, my understanding of the world and to bring it into a place where it's there. It's I'm able to look at my craft objectively and to understand myself from it. And I think I've only been able to do this by differentiating the idea of capital, so the idea of financial wealth, from the idea of wealth that as a concept in itself and there's a famous video Bob Marley is being interviewed by a reporter and the report asks him whether he's rich and he says does having money in your bank account make you rich and the reporter replied yes or something like that and his response was if you believe that then you're like you're truly poor he's like riches um there are no riches in that they're riches in the way you live life they're riches in the relationships you have and I'm a strong believer of this because as a young kid, like a teenager, I remember always saying to my parents that one of my worst nightmares was to be successful and alone. And I say this not alone in the sense of solitude, but alone in the sense that I had sacrificed relationships, family, friends, belonging in order to gain, you know, gain this societal idea of success. And then for me to sit there and think, I've never felt more disconnected from, you know, where I've come from or from the people who I've grown up with or the people that I should be calling friends and family. And the reason I call this a nightmare is not because of um, the idea of being alone, but it's because people help us synthesise meaning. There's that saying that you become the people, the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that's quite simplistic. I think the important way to view it is to think of your point of reference in this world. Now, for many teenagers or young people, as in, say, people under the age of 18, their points of reference are their school, their families, and um, their immediate community. And when I say point of reference, I mean the reference for ideas of things like love, for the ideas of things like success, education, um, values, morals, all of this comes from their immediate surroundings. And I think it's important to be mindful about what your point of reference is. And I think the danger of it always being yourself is that you can often become out of touch with reality. 
and I don't mean um objective reality of gravity or um you know the scientific idea of an objective reality I t- I'm talking about the individual subjective reality of other human beings and it's only something that I've realized as I've grown older that I am quite different to other people but the only reason I recognize that difference is because of the fact that I'm willing to view my relationships as a part of my wealth and for me personally wealth comes in not just spiritual or financial or um, just relationships but also comes down to knowledge knowledge is a big form of wealth Um, your health being in an optimal state is another form of wealth as well as your ability your accumulated skill sets over the years that's another form of wealth and the reason I say this is that wealth should be something that is abundant that almost attracts wealth and financial wealth capital shall we call it doesn't necessarily attract wealth it does to a certain degree you know if you've got millions of pounds or hundreds of thousands invested then the investments will grow and multiply but I mean this from the sense that to me wealth is things that cannot be taken away and I say this because a lot of Naval Ravikant says this quite well he says if he dropped him in the middle of any English-speaking country, he's pretty sure that he could get back to where he is now from starting from zero. And I'm a believer of this since I semi-lost everything at the age of 21 when I was sentenced to prison for um, during my medical degree. And I remember sitting in prison thinking, okay, I'm coming out and starting from scratch. Like, I'm not living out anymore. I'm going to be living at home. I'm going to have to start my undergraduate again. I'm going to have to, you know, view my occupation and my career from a totally different lens. I now have a criminal record, which is going to hold me back to a certain degree. And I remember thinking that I wasn't worried, not because of any idea of self-belief or confidence, but I wasn't worried because I had spent from 15, 16 up until that point, like learning and studying about different career options, about the viability of things like entrepreneurship. And it was almost like that had prepared me to lose everything. So the fear of having lost everything wasn't difficult to overcome. It was just accepting the situation and moving forward. And I think that's what true wealth is. True wealth is that knowledge or that um, comfort in yourself, knowing that you have accumulated enough knowledge, skills, relationships, your health is enough good of a state, you have an understanding of the impermanence of everything, you have an understanding of your individual place in the grand scheme of the universe and that's something that can't be taken away from you and if society viewed wealth through this lens I think wealth instead of becoming this superficial capitalist concept would instead become one based on things like lifelong learning, meaningful relationships and ultimately meaningful activities and I think as the world changes through Covid and as the future of the world remains uncertain I think it's time where individuals begin to change their perspective on how they view work, how they view employment, how they view entrepreneurship and for them to view it through a lens that gives themselves true meaning as opposed to one that is based on the meaning of a society that seems to be failing. And I'd like you today to just take away this idea of wealth and think, what does wealth mean to you? And what type of wealth do you want to attain in your lifetime?